Hi, my name is Jurian Arney and I'm a licensed clinical social worker working in private practice in the state of Florida. Welcome to the Cultivative Conversation podcast where I engage listeners in conversation about mental health related topics and use questions designed to assist with exploring things of gratitude, nostalgia, sharing and learning, to normalize mental hygiene, and to invoke togetherness and intimacy through conversation. Welcome to another episode of the Cultivative Conversation podcast. I initially planned on a three-episode series on grounding. However, after recording the third episode, I realized that an additional one on imagery may be helpful. In case you're new to the series, grounding is a term used to describe a set of techniques or behaviors that can help with detaching from emotional pain, and the goal of grounding is to create a timeout that allows us opportunity to gain control over our feelings, to address triggers, and to then resolve problems in the most effective and least harmful ways. As mentioned in the other episodes in this series, there are many types of grounding. We've talked about mental grounding, physical grounding, and soothing grounding, and today we're going to talk about ways that we can use imagery to ground. Um, Imagery allows us to use our imagination and our senses to create safe mental spaces that support our ability to cope with challenges in safe and healthy ways. Let's talk about three imagery grounding techniques that are often effective. As I share each technique, I will be providing prompts that can be used to engage in the practice as you listen. The first is creating a mental image of your relaxing place. Your relaxing place can be somewhere that you've been before, someone, somewhere that you've seen on TV or that you've read about, or it can be somewhere that you've imagined. Take a moment to find your place. Now that you have your relaxing place in mind, think about what it feels like to be there. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? How do you feel? Can you taste anything? Are you alone or are other people around? When completing this practice, Ask and answer these questions gently as they come up. If you don't like your answers, imagine them changing until you find the relaxation that you're in search of. The second technique is creating a mental image of your soothing person. Your soothing person is someone who is kind, someone who wants the best for you, and someone who sees the best in you. This might be someone that you currently have a relationship with, a fictional character from a television show or a book, or based in your belief in a higher power. Take a moment to think about your soothing person. Imagine in as much detail as you can what they look like, what they are saying to you in your moment of need, and what you feel like when you're with them. The third and last technique is creating a mental image of your secret lockbox. Imagine a place in your mind where you keep what is most special to you. This may include your favorite memories and things, your good feelings, your proudest moments, and your hopes and dreams for the future. Very clearly construct in your mind what your lockbox looks, your lockbox, (laughs) very clearly construct in your mind what your lockbox looks like and where you keep it. What is the size of your lockbox? Is it made out of a certain material? 
Does it have color? How do you open the box? Do you use a key, a passcode, or maybe a fingerprint? Where do you need to go to access your lockbox? When you look through your lockbox, what are some of the most precious things you find? If you've been following the series, then you know what my final tips are. If you're new, here are a few things that I encourage being mindful of when engaging in the practice of grounding. The first is breathing. It is important to be mindful of your breath and to take deep inhales and exhales throughout your practice of each technique. I recommend breathing in for a count of five, breathing out for a count of five, with a hold for a count of five in between. Let's practice together. Good job. The next note is to try as many techniques as you can and to take note of the ones that you like best. You may find that you enjoy physical techniques more than soothing techniques or that you enjoy a combination of them all. Knowing which techniques work best for you increase the probability that you'll use the technique when necessary. My last note is to practice. Like every other skill, grounding takes practice. Practice makes us more familiar and familiarity brings comfort. Um, I think of the importance of practicing these skills like I do fire extinguisher training. Um, I've shared in other episodes when I worked for an agency, I completed annual training on how to use a fire extinguisher, even though the chances of me ever having to use one was low. That considered, it was still important that in the case of an emergency, I knew what to do with the tool that was provided. Can you imagine trying to figure out how to use a fire extinguisher in the midst of an active fire? I don't expect that I would be as comfortable or as effective in using the fire extinguisher if I didn't have that advanced training and practice. So my message to you is to not wait until you're in an emergency situation of your own to learn how to use the tools um, so that you are effective in engaging in the desired self-regulation. I hope that this information is helpful to you. Please feel free to use the contact information in the show notes to send any questions, comments, um, or any responses that you may have uh, to this conversation. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you again soon. One of my goals in private practice is to contribute to making therapy accessible and affordable. Becoming a member of the Open Path Collective Network has allowed me to expand my client base and to offer an affordable sliding scale of $30 to $60 per session to clients who cannot afford market rates of $100 to $250 per hour. If you are a licensed clinician who would like to join the Open Path Collective Network, use the link in the show notes to sign up and let Open Path know that I sent you. If you're a provider looking for an electronic health record program that is HIPAA compliant and helps streamline practice tasks, Theranest is for you. With Theranest, I'm able to give my clients access to my client portal through which they have access to documents like consent forms, releases, and intake questionnaires, which has been so helpful in my transition to primarily virtual services. My clients also get access to my calendar to self-manage their appointments and many more features that allow them to be actively involved in their services. 
Right now, you can enjoy a 30-day free trial of Theranest and receive 20% off your first two paid months of service by using the link in the show notes. Please give Theranest a try, let them know that I sent you, and feel free to let me know how you're enjoying it. Thank you for joining me for this Cultivative Conversation. If you have not already, please subscribe to the Cultivative Conversation podcast and share this episode with a friend.